don't want to be strong like men who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Welcome to another episode of Bitch vs. Bear with your host Amber, me, and me, Sydney, <laughs> the owners of Showman Training Co. This is a show where we bitch, laugh, and chat about all things fitness related to women in the LGBTQIA plus community. I see what you did there and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Amber, last week we talked about pregnancy and fitness, and this yeah. week we're going to be talking about postpartum fitness. We said, we, we're jumping kind of like you got pregnant and what did you just say? <laughs> the invader is here. The invader is here. <laughs> yes, Sydney. This week we are continuing our exploration of fitness and pregnancy and motherhood and parenthood. <laughs> parenthood, I guess. Uh, so we are going to dive into postpartum challenges and strategies. So now that it's here, what do you do about it? Yeah. I think this is the time. I mean, not about the actual child, just your fitness. Yes. Yeah. We can't help you with the child. <laughs> no, please. I mean, I, I'm actually really great at babysitting. I am good with kids from like zero to six months. Mm-hmm. And then if you bring them back around when they're like eight. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. That makes sense. Those toddler years are rough. Move. Well, they're rough and like they don't. They're still learning how to like navigate their world. And but when they when they get a little bit older, then I'm really great because I can entertain them. I can like kind of start to talk to them like they're like humans. Yeah. Um and and so yeah. The, just weird aliens until that point. Kinda. Yeah. I like them. I think they're fun. I like I like watching kids. I like watching their exploration of the world around them. That is fun. Which is really fun. I mean, we've both been educators. So, mm-hmm. like, we, it's not that we hate children. No. Like, we love them. We just, children are great. This is small doses. We just don't want our own. <laughs> yeah. I don't want them in my home. <laughs> this is a, this is my space. <laughs> um, they are not in my top eight. So, it is essential for new mothers to consult with healthcare professionals, as we keep saying. We are not doctors, um, such as their doctors, midwives, postpartum specialists, to ensure that they engage in appropriate exercises and gradually progress towards their fitness goals while considering their individual circumstances. So this topic is also important for non-birthing parents who may still be facing challenges in postpartum. Yes. Yeah, we the first episode was really geared towards the person who was carrying the baby. Because yeah. it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But now, once the baby arrives, there's a lot of challenges that both parents face. And it can just, it's, yeah, it's yeah. an interesting time. <laughs> it is, yes. So, there we're going to outline some common hurdles. These, again everybody has their own individualistic things and challenges that they're going to come up against. But here are some common ones. Um, So after giving birth, uh, a woman's body is going to go through significant challenges and changes, including healing, which is a huge one, Mm -hmm. um, and potential postpartum complications. Yeah. It's a scary thing to think about, but does happen. It does. So physical recovery takes time and new mothers may experience pain, fatigue, and weakness, 
These factors can make it challenging to engage in regular exercise and regain pre-pregnancy fitness levels. That's a big one. Um, it so, is. Yeah. Physical recovery is probably the most common hurdle that people think of when they think of postpartum. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. It's the most like tangible kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So another big hurdle is hormonal fluctuations. These are common after childbirth with the levels of estrogen and progesterone dropping significantly. These hormonal changes can affect energy levels, mood, motivation, making it more challenging to establish a consistent fitness routine. Yes. Did you ever watch Scrubs? Yes. Okay. So when um, Kurt, uh, when they have the baby, when they have, yes. um, and she's like, I just have the weepies, <laughs> but she's like, Gonna quit her job as a nurse and go like work at the gap full time. It's like it's that that's what I think of with like hormonal yeah. changes. It's, it's just real and yeah. it's huge. It's yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh gosh, like could you imagine like being yeah. I also think about it like when you're a teenager and going through these major hormonal shifts, like you know something's wrong, but you don't know what it is. And you don't know how to voice what is wrong. Yeah. You can't identify, like you can't pinpoint and be like, oh, this is the thing that's making me feel this way. Yeah. It's just, it's the weepies. It's the weepies. Uh, this one is probably another one that a lot of people would identify mm -hmm. and uh, is is common for both parents, both, yeah. both caregivers, is the lack of time. Oh, so right. caring for a newborn demands <laughs> a significant amount of time and attention. It, you are... You are trying to take care of yourself. You are trying to take care of a new thing that has come into your your world. Who you you have, can't have a conversation and say, "Yeah, can you please let me know your schedule?" Like yeah. you are finding that out real time. And not everybody like there's general things that newborns when they want to eat, when they want to sleep, but there's going to be significant changes for individuals. And mm -hmm. so, like you know, unfortunately, you might have a baby who doesn't want to eat at seven p.m. It wants to eat at nine and like that was your normal like wind down yoga time before bed yeah now it's time to feed the baby now it's time to feed the baby <laughs> so sleep deprivation is the thing that we all kind of know and associate with that mm -hmm. uh kind of coming home newborn stage and around the clock feeding and diaper changing schedules Oof. leave very little time for self-care let alone exercise so like feeding yourself can be really difficult during right? this time so it's it's gonna be one of those things that finding time for physical activity amidst all of these like challenges and demands on your time um can be a major hurdle for everyone um and i think it's most often identified for you know the parent who gave birth <laughs> but it's if you're a really active you know non-giving birth parent these are you're taking on a lot of these things. You understand that you might not be the one feeding, so you're taking up all of the other things. Yeah. The to, diaper changing, the household chores, which doesn't get talked about a lot. Yes. Like, yeah, it's a lot. It's so much. I feel like, and I, I'm sure I've been guilty of this misconception, but like, it feels like, oh, well, it's an infant. It's just going to sleep. Like, why can't you just do these things while it's sleeping? Well, while it's sleeping, you have to try and bathe yourself, feed yourself, take care of your home do laundry, clean all the bottles or diapers. If you're using you know, diapers, whatever, like it's a lot. Yeah. While trying to heal your body. Yes. 
Yeah. And like, I feel like those times that they're asleep are not that long. <laughs> no, because then they need to eat. All yeah. they do is sleep and eat. That, and fill their diapers. And fill their diapers. Really gross. Because they're, they also went under, <laughs> we forget, they had a traumatic experience as well. Can they you imagine? evicted <laughs> violently. <Literally. laughs> Without warning. Let's get, there was got, no notice. They got an eviction notice and at best they had 24 hours. Like, and then suddenly people are grabbing them and touching them and it's cold and yeah, their whole world has just shifted dramatically. So like, it's, you know, everybody's undergoing a lot of new Lots of stress, <laughs> stressors, which means that the postpartum period can be incredibly emotionally challenging <laughs> with feelings of overwhelm, stress, and the baby blues or postpartum depression. Yeah. The weepies. The weepies. Uh, the severe weepies. Uh, these emotional states can affect your motivation and hinder the desire to engage in physical activity. Yes. Yeah. Like, I get it. I wouldn't want to <laughs> if I was dealing with all this. No. Fitness is the last thing on my mind. Yeah. So we've talked about all of the changes that occur to one's body during mm. pregnancy. Yes. But those those concerns don't stop once the baby is born. Like it's like, what? okay, your body changed. And then like, I think especially maybe in a time of past, people just were like, oh, I'm going to get my body back. And we're like, you know, kind of crazy about it. And it's just like, no, it's okay. Like yeah. your body you've gained weight. There are probably new stretch marks, um, changes in breast size for mm. the woman who carried, um, these physical just changes can Im impact your, you know, self-confidence and make it more challenging to engage in fitness activities, right? right? Like you, you probably aren't wearing the same sports bras that you were <laughs> free baby. Yeah. Um, you're, you know, you're probably you not wearing much of anything. Yeah. Immediately after giving birth that you wore pre-baby. Yeah, exactly. So like giving yourself a little bit of grace and understanding around those things of like, you're, maybe you're up a couple pant sizes. Maybe, you know, you're not wearing your tank tops because you, you have stretch marks that you, you know, have now developed. So body image concerns are definitely one of those things, even for non-baby carrying parent, you know, you're yep. going through, you're trying to be supportive and you probably had a lot less time nor during the pregnancy. So your body probably changed as well. Like, yep. you know, we joke about dad bods, but it's a real thing. Like if yeah. you're being supportive and caring for your partner and, and like those, those changes probably have occurred to you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Less time for working out weirder hours, weirder eating habits. Like if yeah. you're, if you're ordering a burger because mom is craving during her pregnancy, <laughs> you're probably getting a burger too. Let's be I serious. Mean, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Or you're, you know, ordering, you know, Uber eats or whatever, because you're too exhausted to make dinner tonight because you've both been caring for a baby that won't sleep for more than half an hour. Yeah. Like, uh, which brings us to support. <laughs> Adequate support from family, friends, or partner can make a significant difference in a new mother's ability to prioritize their fitness. However, lack of support, both practically and emotionally, 
can make it difficult to focus on personal health and fitness goals. So we just talked about that supportive partner who's there with the birth giving parent, you know, making sure they are eating, making sure they have time to rest, all these things. But what happens if they don't have that supportive partner? Yeah. Or family who are available to help them or a support system in place. Like that's a lot to take on by yourself. It is. I I just read something in in researching all of this that um there's been a little bit of a shift and I I think it's a great shift where it used to be that when support like family would come over and things and be like, oh, I'll hold the baby while you go do things. <laughs> no. And physical contact for parents and their child is incredibly important for the child. Mm-hmm. And so when you are that family member, that friend who's coming over to be supportive, instead of being like, oh, I'll hold the baby, you probably want a break. Go make like a freezer dinner meal. Make yourself useful. Yeah. Go fold laundry. Go do those things and let mom and dad or both moms or both dads or whoever (laughs) hold the baby. They want to hold the baby and the baby needs to be held. It's important for you to get time too. But like, if you're only ever coming over to hold the baby while the, while the parents go do physical labor around the house, that's not helpful. That's not helpful. Like, yes, you want to give the parents time for themselves to take care of their physical needs, showering, sleeping, whatever. But like that, that time that you're holding the baby should be for them to rest or shower. Otherwise you should be doing some housework. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, and relieving that burden on them. Like if the baby is sleeping, go tell them to go shower while you go vacuum. Yeah. Like they can keep an eye on the baby monitor so that you can have undisturbed shower time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I know. I was like, <laughs> not, but like, it's so much. Yeah. You had to like decompress for a moment there. Okay. Breastfeeding considerations. Oof. This is also physically taxing on your body. Right. So if a new mother is breastfeeding, she may have some concerns about how exercise can affect milk supply Mm. and the comfort of breastfeeding. I learned so much about breastfeeding (laughs) recently. It's, it's, it's kind of a heroic feat. I would imagine so. Like, Like, there are so many things like you, like milk supply, like, can, you know, you have to, your nutrition has to be dialed in your hydration, like so many things. So all of that can, all of those concerns may require additional planning and consideration when designing a postpartum fitness routine. Makes sense. So it's important to talk to like your midwife or your doctor about, okay, if I start doing these things, like if I'm sweating because I'm, I'm doing heavy cardio, what's that going to do to my milk supply? Yeah. Um, if you were somebody who wants to breastfeed. Right. Um, so it was, it's just fascinating. Like, the amount of work that your body needs to do to be able to produce food for another human. No more of those rest days. (laughs) It's insane. Man, you grew the thing. Yeah. Now your body has to continue to work for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have, I have so far learned birth are amazing. They are. They're incredible. They are superhuman, right? It is a superhuman feat. It's insane. I don't understand why we're designed this way. 
feel like there's got to be a better way. <laughs> and finally, and I feel like we've talked about this with other topics as well, but reestablishing a routine can be a major hurdle, right? So the arrival of a newborn, obviously, disrupts all established routines. <laughs> Everyone it demolishes just, everything. Just throw them out the window. It's definitely a wrecking ball. Uh, but it, so it's going to take time to adjust to the demands of parenting mm-hmm. and the routines of parenting. So finding that new balance and incorporating fitness into your new routine can be really challenging. Yep. I mean, I have a hard enough time with a routine without having to deal with <laughs> other human beings. Yeah, that's rough. So as always, mm-hmm. our kind of MO is we point out the things that are challenging and we... Yes. Hope that that provide what that provides is like oh I'm not the only one going through this and just feeling like really supported in yeah. knowing those things. Your challenges are absolutely valid. They're absolutely valid. We don't want to leave you just feeling like oh my god there's so many challenges. <laughs> we want to give you some strategies. Yes. After you consult with your doctor. After you consult with your doctor. So this one I don't know if I can overstate this. Ease. She just you can't see her but she just like got real close to the microphone. <laughs> So close. (laughs) Ease into postpartum fitness by starting with gentle exercise and gradually increasing the intensity and duration over time. Yes. Begin with activities like walking, pelvic floor exercises, Mm -hmm. and gentle stretching. Stretching so good. So good. Listen to your body and progress at a pace that feels comfortable for you. I don't care if it takes you a year before you, like even step foot inside the gym. As long as you've talked with your doctor, Mm -hmm. you've come up with a fitness plan and you do the things kind of as you can and try and build in that routine. That's going to be the best thing you can do postpartum is find that new routine and gently and gradually ease back into it. Yeah. And, you know, having grace for your body and all that it has done and continues to do. Mm -hmm. Pregnancy and childbirth can weaken the pelvic floor muscles. Shocker. Uh, So strengthening these muscles is crucial for core stability and bladder control. I'm looking at you. that's something we haven't talked about yet. Oh, yes. (laughs) The bladder control. I'm looking at all of the moms who line up at the the bathroom door before we do jump roping. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) So one thing you can do is consult with a pelvic floor specialist or a physical therapist to learn proper exercises to target the pelvic floor muscles. Yes. Help get those into shape. I think, and that's something that I don't know if we dive into it. And I would like to just point out that physical therapists during this time can be really helpful and really beneficial in postpartum. And so if you, um, are thinking of making a postpartum plan, or maybe you're getting ready to give birth and you're like, Oh, um, Start thinking about a physical therapist. Yeah. Um, They're incredibly helpful. And talk to your doctor. They may have some great recommendations for physical therapists. That could be a great way for you to start to ease back into that routine Mm -hmm. with giving you like structure and taking time for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Highly recommend physical therapists. Yeah. And it might take a little time to find the right one. It would. It might. Like I know there's some out there, like we've talked with our friend, Allison, Mm -hmm. who it's the owner of Formation Physical Therapy. And, you know, there are some physical therapists or, I don't know, they're not gyms, offices, mm-hmm. business, I don't know, where it, it is tough. Like, you do feel like you're not really getting that personal one-on-one attention. Um, and that's kind of what you want post-birth. Like, yeah. you want that one-on-one attention. <laughs> yes. You want somebody focused on you. 
Um, but take your time, find the right person that you mesh with. Yeah. And that's why I think like, if you're in that stage right now, maybe you're in your second trimester, third trimester of like, okay, I know I'm going to want to get back to this point. Maybe it's not for, you know, three months, but like start interviewing, start taking yeah. a look, start doing your research, talking for, to friends for recommendations and mm-hmm. things and getting somebody lined up. Yeah. Um, ahead of time could be really helpful because then you're, you know, you're working towards something. Yeah. You have a plan. You have a plan in place to get back. So you can be like, I'm going to take three months and I'm not going to do anything. Don't stress about it. I'm not going to stress about it. And then I'm going to meet with this person and I'm going to start to get plan in place and I'm going to start to ease back into it. Yeah. Love it. So as a new parent, (laughs) it might be hard to find some time to go to the gym or attend fitness classes. (laughs) can't imagine why. (laughs) So embracing at-home workouts that you can do whenever you have a spare moment Mm -hmm. is an awesome way to get back into it. Absolutely. There are numerous online resources, including our own Shield Maiden TC for Instagram that we post a workout once to twice a week. They're out all at home. Some require no equipment at Mm -hmm. all. So it's just a great way of like, I only have 15 minutes. Yeah. And I gotta great. get I gotta do something for myself. Mm-hmm. This is a great way to do it. Absolutely. Utilizing those at-home workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also apps that offer postpartum fitness programs. So if it's nice. like more tailored to postpartum, um, and the needs of kind of like new parents. Yeah. And also might be a great thing for you and your partner to do together. Your there self-care. You you know, if you only got 20 minutes while the baby's napping, then that's what you got. Yeah. So you could also make fitness a bonding experience by incorporating your baby into your workouts. They're heavy. They are heavy. It's very draining. <laughs> right? Um, so use a baby carrier for walks or try postpartum exercise classes designed specifically for mother and baby interaction or parent and baby interaction. Uh, This allows you to stay active while tending to your baby's needs and getting that physical contact that we've been talking about. One of my favorite things to see at the gym is when parents come in with their kids and they have them like they're incorporated into the fitness routine. So like they're doing squats with them. Great. Or they have like a little community of like baby sits on, you know, when they're sitting up and like, they're a little bit older, they're not newborn stage. They're sitting up and like, they're on, you know, one of those like squishy mats, the CrossFit gym. And they, they have like, you know, their fake little plastic barbells. So like they're (laughs) watching this community of people working out. Mm -hmm. And then I actually, this is a great example. The other day we were at the gym and there's uh, two little ones and they're probably around six months. They're sitting up like they can sit up on their own um, and they're not quite crawling yet. And dad was um, just warming up in front, had like one of the small bands around his feet. He was just doing high steps, trying to get like hips loose. And the baby was sitting on the mat upright. And every time dad picked his feet up, baby would move their feet in too. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and, and it was the cutest thing. And I'm like, look at that little sponge learning. Right. And just like seeing and being like, well, I can do that. Yeah. You know? And you're like, wow, they're totally paying attention and observing Absolutely. This, this environment. Yeah. And like, that's going to instill, like incorporating them into your fitness and making it a normal part of their life as well as yours. 
can set them up for really good habits in the future too. Yeah. I think it's me. It's me. It is you. Yes. Okay, okay great. I got, you are really, green. I got really excited about the baby who was like totally working out. I loved it. Lost your place. Yeah, I lost my yeah, place. We're, we're okay. talking about the supportive network. Oh, great. That leads really well into <laughs> surround yourself with a supportive network of family, friends, or fellow new parents who understand the challenges of postpartum fitness. That's one of the things, for example, this group, um, there's two babies who are about the same age at the gym. Oh my gosh. They're both about six months. And one of the best things is they have the little baby jumpers, but they clip them to <laughs> the pull-up bars. So they both jump like next to each other. It's amazing. That's horrible. It is. It's like almost makes me be like, could do that. <laughs> so they can provide motivation, accountability, and practical assistance, allowing you to prioritize your self-care and fitness. What I love about that is like the babies are bonding with each other and the parents are there working out at the same time. So they they get a chance to be like, we're both in this together. Yeah. And so finding that I think can be a really beneficial thing mm-hmm. for postpartum recovery. Absolutely. Yeah. So we know that while caring for your newborn is a top priority. Remember that self-care is equally important. Set aside time for yourself, even if it's just a few minutes a day, focus on your well-being as the parent. Use this time for relaxation, meditation, or engage in a physical activity that you enjoy, like a short at-home workout, a quick yoga session, whatever you need to do. But you have to take time for yourself. Yes, it is so important. It's like, it's like the emergency plan on the plane. Like yeah. you have to put on your oxygen mask before you can assist anyone else. And it's the same, even with the baby, you have to be able to like do the things for yourself to be able to live and make sure that they have everything that they need. Yeah. So. You can't, my, my favorite analogy is that you can't pour from an empty cup. Yes. Right. Like you have to refill your cup before you can give to anyone else. Yes. It'll make you a better parent. It will. And being realistic about what your postpartum fitness goals are and give Mm. yourself that time to recover, like we've talked about. I think it's really important to avoid comparing yourself to others, especially others who aren't parents. Yes. (laughs) You do not compare yourself to non-parents. Yeah. Do I mean, don't compare yourself to anyone, but. But but especially make sure that you're catching yourself if you're doing that. Putting pressure on yourself to bounce back quickly is just setting yourself up for shame and guilt and feeling not great. And the way you can avoid doing that is celebrate some small milestones and progresses. And remember that everybody's postpartum journey is going to be unique. Exactly. So maybe it's, you know, hey, I got outside today. I spent 10 minutes in the sun getting vitamin D. Perfect. That's amazing. That's awesome. You left your house. Because sometimes even just getting out the door can be hard. I couldn't even imagine. (laughs) Oh my gosh. With a small child and myself, like, no way. It's not happening. It's not (laughs) happening. So I think we said this last week with, while you're actually pregnant, proper hydration. (laughs) Hydrate or dihydrate, folks. So proper hydration and a well-balanced diet are essential for postpartum recovery and your energy levels. Stay hydrated by drinking plenty of water, maybe some coconut water, Mm -hmm. 
and focus on nutrient dense foods that support your overall health and well-being. Yes. So important. So important. Yeah. All right. Remember that postpartum period is a time of immense adjustment and transition. (laughs) I think if you didn't get a sense from this episode of all of that, then maybe go back and re-listen to it. Perhaps you were doing something else. (laughs) Because we definitely stressed that there's a lot of like adjustment and transition and things going on. Mm -hmm. Be kind and patient with yourself. Acknowledge that your body has gone through significant changes. It's a trauma. Yep. Celebrate all of those small victories and focus on your overall health Mm -hmm. and happiness rather than solely on like your physical appearance. Yes. And that I think is just a good key for anybody listening to the episode is like, I mean, yeah, we, we want to make sure that we're, we're looking at the big picture. The overall health is really what we're most focused on. You know, I don't, I don't care if you have a six pack of apps. I really don't. And if you've been listening to this show and you still think that (laughs) physical appearance is what we're talking about here. Perhaps you should start over again. <laughs> yeah. Go back and listen to episode one. Yeah. Overall well-being is the most important thing yep. for you and your baby mm-hmm. and your partner. Yep. If there's a partner. Or your family, whoever, you know, yep. it's it, everybody needs to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. All right. So those are our, our challenges and our strategies. <laughs> post birth, <laughs> post the thing that we've never experienced. Um but Sydney has done plenty of research on. Uh, yeah, that's a wrap for this episode of Bitch versus Bear. Keep listening every Wednesday as we continue exploring different topics related to fitness, women, and the LGBTQA plus community. And make sure to follow, share, like, comment, all the things. We want to hear from you. All the things. But only nice things. Yes. Or constructive things. Yes. Yes.